What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. Today I'm joined by Joey, where we go over a little bit about our travel bug, wanting to get back out west, and of course we dive into some weird things such as lampreys. Uh, we hope you enjoy and without further ado. So you're looking you're looking uh, quite hippie-ish over there today, brother. My long you hair. You should uh, let it go, maybe a little bit. Let's adjust that. You know, not I'm not cutting the hair until it's it's ran out of good luck. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree. John so, Cox is doing the same thing, but us, <laughs> but he is working for him on the lead series. So, holy Mary, mother of you know. So, everyone, welcome to the Hacker Outdoors podcast. We are done, kind of gallivanting and, and talking. We just talked on the phone a little while ago. Um, but it's always nice to catch up with family when we're not recording. So uh, thank you everyone for joining us today. Brian will be a few minutes short or late or maybe a little bit longer than that, depending upon what's going on in the world with him. Um, you never know you never what's going know. on with B. So yeah, I was showing my, my cat is hiding in, under the mannequin that's usually behind me. Um, oh, here he comes. He's coming out. He knows I'm talking about. Um, so he... Uh, uh, bring him up here because he's gonna jump up anyway. Ah. Let me shrink this down so I can see see you and your lover. Oh, there he is. He's gonna he's gonna go up on his on his next spot. Okay, go on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bandit. Oh yeah, lay down. Okay. Um, so that's Finnegan, ladies and gentlemen. Finnegan's adventures on the Instagram. Um, for those of you interested in following along on him. Joe, man, a lot going on. Uh, I've been thinking a lot lately about travel, right? And I know you're lucky enough to have been out there and, and have been traveling a lot in this, you know, we'll say the COVID's world, right? Or the vid 19 world. And not a lot of us have had that opportunity. Of course, I've, you know, I've gone up to upstate New York, done Lake George, um, planning on making another trip or two up there in the next uh, couple of weeks. But, um, man, I, I was, I'm dying to get out and I, I keep seeing these pretty cool things going on in the world and some not so cool things going on in the world. I'm a big proponent of, you know, traveling here domestically as much as I travel internationally. Um, been to about a little over three quarters of the United States, mostly by car. Um, and there's just some places I would love to get back to. And, uh, I sent you a link, you know, I have not been to Yosemite yet. I have been to California two or three times. I think it's two. And, uh, these guys skied down half dome <laughs> this, this, week. It, 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 I know I just, I literally just sent it to you right before you connected. Yeah. I, I, I've I, never been out there. Yosemite, but I've seen um, Half Dome, and I couldn't imagine doing that or attempting to do that. I mean, these guys are obviously balls to the wall, man. Unbelievable, man. Like, I, I'm flabbergasted. I mean, my buddy Bob went out there a few years ago. They rented a, they rented a van or something, and him and his wife, and they were traveling around California, and He's like, man, Yosemite was just unbelievable. First and foremost, he said that if you hike in California and you're wearing hiking boots, people make fun of you. I don't know if that's true. Um, I wear my hiking boots on a daily basis, so I I take that with a grain of salt. Um, 
but he said that there's nothing in the world like anything if you see a picture of something it never does it justice in the natural world so i'm sure right. that all these beautiful photos that you've seen of yosemite and half dome don't even come close to the awe i'm sure that it inspires you when you're standing there in the valley looking up at it and these guys <laughs> skied down it five thousand five thousand feet right yeah nearly five thousand feet insane i i don't really have words to describe it besides absolutely insane but you know, you know like you said pictures never do justice never never do um but absolutely insane I, yeah. I, I, I just, can't even fathom it i'm not saying the word right but you know what i mean i got it, I got it. <laughs> you, so it, it dude it took them five hours to ski down like and that's just not of course they had to repel a little bit when when we're done from here you know check out the video we'll we'll link to it in the show notes but uh long story short is this was not <laughs> trip up at mountain creek like this is no. uh, you know no well, I, I didn't get a chance to read it but, but that, that was the first thing in my mind like are, is it repelling involved i mean yeah climbing yeah. and repelling insane like For that's a whole another level and almost unnecessary to me and you know back in the day before i was injured i, I loved taking things to the extreme but right. it, that, that's just crazy absolutely crazy well you know I, I went down that path of of even before seeing this just you know i miss the southwest and southwest has always been a place that just calls my heart right and you know don and i got married in in arizona you know in sedona and we're talking favorite states i love arizona i love arizona i love new mexico new mexico to me is one of those quintessential states that just like doesn't get the love that it deserves and if you've been to new mexico and you've been to some of the areas that i've been to i think i'll i'll put it up on the old blog i'll write about it a little bit maybe we can talk about it at some point but um something about arizona and new mexico man like i you know, I get all these emails and I'm on all these like groups and stuff like that for, you know, the national parks and the, the recreation areas and, um, you know, the hotels that I like to stay in Sedona. And um, I, someone had posted something and I don't know if you've ever made it up to Glen, uh, Glen Canyon National Recreation Area. Um, where, where is it? On the border with uh, Utah. like In uh, Arizona? In Arizona, yeah. yeah I, 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 almost 100% I have. Um, Last time I was out there, I was like 12, and we spent like a month out there. I'm 97% sure we did go there. You went to Horseshoe Bend, I think, right? We were talking about that. Yeah, well, we went all over the place. Um, yeah. The one place we talked about was, um, oh, God, that that place where the caves, where the Native Americans had the ladders up into the caves, and and their homes were built into the, the cliff wall. Um, Montezuma, Montezuma yeah, National yeah, Park. Montezuma. Yeah, Montezuma. We, we were all over the place. Um, actually, my, my good friend, Mike, who lives here in Maryland, his family, also, he also has family in Arizona. His grandfather bought property in Arizona back in the 40s. And he has like over 100 acres that he owns. Um, not far from Tombstone, near the... Um, there's, a, uh, th- th- there's a place there where they used to film the old Westerns. Uh, Blanket on the name of the, the studio, what's it called? Um, people who've been there would know it. 
it's right by there and it, it, it's his land's actually on that backs up the national park too it's just absolutely beautiful land i'm dying to get out there with him oh, i bet man I, I just i can't wait to get out there and I, I again i should say um but we're we're watching stanley tucci you know who stanley tucci is the actor no i that's one thing um it's outside bisbee the, the place um his place and it's it's called old town no, i'm not familiar with it well we, we're watching the show on cnn it's called searching for italy with stanley tucci and you know i like the name say, stanley tucci <laughs> this is tucci um obviously it, he's a let me interject i'm sorry it's old tucson there we go okay old good tucson um you know, they say most well travelers or well traveled people have been to Italy or will go to Italy seven times in their life, right? Um, the way I worked in tourism, and this is what was always told, right? Like when I worked for the travel club, I, I guess people who live in Europe, maybe. I mean, Americans, and I can tell you, man, like there are people that I know who have been. They don't really go anywhere else. They go to except Italy. Italy. To me, it, it like don't, I'm not at all saying this like italy is a beautiful country and i've, I've been there I, you know i would love to go back i would love to spend time there there's so many different regions to see and so many different things to see and i'm a history buff you know want to definitely get that out of uh, my system but like i i like to balance it right so like you do you do a little bit of travel outside of the country and then you see a little bit inside the country because we have so much history and so much land to cover here within the united states that um you got to do it. Um, now, I... Well, Arizona alone, like, his house actually, his property backs up to Saguaro National Park. And his 100 acres there, I mean, if you've never been out to Arizona, especially that area, it's a whole nother world. And we, like I said, we spent the month there, and that didn't feel like enough to me. And I was a kid then. Like, the Midwest, like people sleep. I know where you're going. I kind of interjected. People sleep on on what we have here in the United States, especially in the Midwest, what people call the flyover states. You know, right. the Dakotas, all all in there, just beautiful, diverse lands. It, and well, you you bring up a good point, man. I you know I I was lucky enough for one of my jobs to to go to Kansas and Missouri for opening a call center and. Um, like, I don't think in my wildest dreams, I would have ever been like, Hey, I'm going to go to Kansas city, you know, like Kansas city, Kansas and Kansas city, Missouri. Like, like, why would I ever go to Kansas city? I am sure as hell glad I did. Like, yeah. There, yeah. It, number one, fantastic barbecue. Big barbecue. It's good. Very good. Unbelievable. I ordered barbecue and it was, <laughs> I, I did take out. I brought it back to my hotel cause I was exhausted. I go to pick it up at this place that everyone had recommended at the call center that worked there. And um, they handed me, you know, like one of those big aluminum trays, like, like this wide, yeah, like this deep. And I said, I ordered ribs, a order of mashed potatoes and then something else. I forget what it was. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I get back to the hotel, I open it up and they were four of the biggest ribs I've ever seen in my life. Like, like this, yeah. just massive ribs and just, uh, it was unbelievable. I won't say it was the best barbecue because I said <laughs> in the last podcast with Brian, we were talking about going down to Florida. I think uh, Maison's or 
Nelson's or however the hell you say it. That was well, probably the best barbecue. There's so many different types of barbecue. I mean, right. Carolina barbecue is completely different. And there's some places down in North Carolina that to die for their barbecue. But the best barbecue I probably had was in uh, Memphis. Really? Oh, my we God. We just yeah. talking about Memphis, how I'd like, to, oh, yeah. I'd like to go to Memphis. Memphis is a cool place. Uh, Nashville is really cool. That was one place I, I was probably, what, 20? Nash, 20? Nashville, not Asheville. Nashville, North, Nashville, Tennessee, country music. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we met um, when Stacy and I first started dating. Her father lives in Memphis area, and um, he had a car for her. So we, we actually flew into Nashville, met them in Nashville. And Nashville was an awesome city. It really is really cool. Surprisingly, at that time, I wasn't into, really into country music, you know, and uh, that, that's an amazing place. Yeah, I haven't done that. I Brian and I talked about it a little bit about Tennessee and how we'd like to go to the Cherokee National Forest. And oh, that's fish. beautiful. Yeah, uh, but I, you know, outside of that, I, I drove through Tennessee. That'll be two times um, without having gone to Nashville. Don and I would definitely like to do it. Um, I think there's some other areas that I would like to see, like the Smokies and it's and whatnot. It, well, you know, the girl I did in high school, she she was Cherokee, and and her family were. were the chief of the tribe for year, I mean, hundreds of years. So I got to spend a lot of time down in Cherokee. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, poverty. There's, there's a lot of poverty around there and, and there too, but it, it, you know, people don't realize down South, you know, I'll see mountains loosely, but you know, 6,000 foot mountains. I mean, it, it's beautiful. And, and a lot of water, a lot of rivers, a lot of fly fishing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, people don't associate the Cherokee Indians with being actually from North Carolina, you know. Right. That's where right. From, you know? Yeah, it's a well, you associated to being out west yeah, now because yeah. of the Trail of Tears. Yeah, all that horrendousness yeah. that happened. Um, but not to lay a little bit of um, you know, to that. So I was looking at Glen Canyon Dam, like I was saying, and I follow that and on social media and I, I you know don and i go to typically the the roads less traveled right some of the sites that most people don't go to or we go off season and we we did some trails we, we tried to go to antelope canyon up there right so this is right by lake powell hmm? and antelope you should canyon be fishing of, what was it you should be fishing lake powell I should have been fishing, um, but I didn't. Um, I, I fished, uh, what is it, Oak Creek Canyon in Sedona, but I did not fish. Like Powell's good fishing. Oh, I bet, man. There's so much water there. Um, but they, they were saying Glen Canyon National Recreation Areas, their official page was saying that they had to remove over 800, I think it was 800 square feet of graffiti off the walls there. And that's, you know, across the entire area. So that's Antelope Canyon, that's, you know, Glen Canyon, that's all along. Um, and that made me think, like, reading it, number one, that's disgusting, don't do that. But number two, um, like, I want to go back to Arizona. Like, you know, like, I didn't do Antelope. Um, it was booked up. You have to book, apparently, way ahead of time in order to get out there. For what? For Ante Antelope. Watching. I guess no to to go hiking into the canyon it's oh, oh oh okay yeah gotcha ah yeah. oh, man but uh yeah that's my that's my rant for for the first uh 10 minutes or so here i just you know 
missing Arizona, missing the West a little bit. And, uh, can't wait to have it happen again. Get out there. It's been a while since I've been out there. Um, don't sleep on the East Coast, like North Carolina, South Carolina. Absolutely beautiful. Some of the most beautiful places I've been to. Uh, you know, going out to Lake Murray, that was really probably only the second time I was really, in, you know, off the coast of South Carolina and gorgeous. Good people. Have you been to Jekyll? Jekyll Island? I have. Yeah. I have yeah. Down in Georgia. Yeah, my mom. It's beautiful. Is your mom down there now? Well, my mom just said that Aunt Joanne uh, said that if we ever wanted to go down there, we could. I, I know. I've tossed the idea of going out. The, the problem is that, that you know, first off, I'm crazy, so drives don't bother me. But that one is a, a pretty long drive because, you, you know, you're in Florida, basically. I mean, I, you're, you're right there at, at Florida. I mean, she has friends in Jacksonville, I think, the city there in Florida. And, and she says like a 30-minute drive, 40-minute drive for them. But it, well, the it, only good news is... Is I can do the barbecue place if I go there. That's right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right there. You know, you, you got to hop off if you're going, you know, doing a barbecue trip. I'll tell you where to go in North Carolina to get some absolutely banging barbecue. Yeah. See, I'll do, I'd do the ride again. I think uh, it didn't bother me as much as I think it bothers other people. But, I, you know, I drove cross country. And like I said, I've seen over three quarters of the country pretty much by car alone. So it doesn't really bother me at all. Um, uh, yeah, I, the South is cool. I'd like to do a little bit more Georgia, the Carolinas, um, like I said, Tennessee. Um, but here you go. I, I, I clicked on Glen Canyon National Recreation Area's Facebook page, and they have something. Payments increase for incentivized harvest of brown trout. Brown trout bonanza coming in April. Glen Canyon National Recreation Area is pleased to announce that beginning March 1st, the Brown Trout Incentivized Harvest Program will begin making 30, a $33 payment for each brown trout harvested and turned in. Could you imagine? Hmm. Been paid for brown trout? Yeah. Man. I, I, I told you, they, they uh, down in the Potomac, they buy snakehead from you. There's actually a... Well, it used to be people who would wait there and buy them from you and you'd come in, but now there's actually um, stores, fish stores or whatever that... that I snakehead. Well, this is crazy. So basically it says that the brown trout population between the dam and Lee's Ferry has steadily increased since 2014 as adult brown trout feed on other fish threatening downstream native species. Okay, so there you go. It's it's a, a conservation effort. So that's interesting. Um, man, this, this you got to see this picture of this brown trout, man. Holy shit, that is a big fish. That's a beautiful. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so me and Brandon were talking today, some of these conservation people, because, you know, bass fishing, and he's working on a project down in South Carolina that, that involves some private bass fishing areas and, and maintaining them and, and talking to biologists, fish biologists and stuff like that. If you actually saw, because I've seen this firsthand, how fish biologists treat bass and other fish in the water, it, they handle them a lot worse than we do way worse you know i've seen them in my local body water they you know first off they shock the water so all the fish get completely just electrocuted knocked out for a better term you know pick them up rip rudder and just chuck them back in like you wouldn't believe it so sometimes some of that conservation stuff i i, I kind of question like you know i saw the whole snakehead thing here and and you know christ he had sci-fi shows about how snakeheads you know blah, 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 and they were so worried it was just going to ruin all the bass fishing in the Potomac and this, that, and I believe it, it actually helped it. 
it well, didn't do the damage they thought it was going to do. Like yeah. I said, also in other countries, bass are considered invasive species and kill on site because they're worried that the bass are going to destroy their lakes. When all reality in America, we know that's not the case. Yeah, well, I've seen that. So, you know, the Delaware um, Gap recreation area right they they posted something about snakeheads on like not releasing them if you catch them and um i i haven't seen one yet um you know a lot of the guys in the forums are posting them in south jersey you know up where i well, am. they they are in the north end of the bay so I, i'm sure they're in delaware right there in the jersey bird i'm sure they're there yeah well that's that's what they're saying is that people are catching them there i mean i've seen other other creatures that supposedly aren't supposed to be up there but uh, you know, is what it is. You know, I understand when it, when it first happened, you know, it was kind of, they didn't know. And, and I guess when you hear a fish who can live out of water and has these teeth, you know, you know, they were saying that what was going to happen was they were just going to destroy all, all the forage, just eat all the bait and eat all this and leave no food for the other fish. It just wasn't the case. Why Brian and I, we were we were fishing a, a stream, we'll say, somewhere out in that western region here of New Jersey, um, the one that I, I don't frequent as much as I as I should anymore. It's become kind of overrun. Um, but man, freaking, we were hiking along in the river. You know, typically we we park where you can park, where everyone is, and we just walk for miles and miles and miles. And sometimes we'll walk in the middle of the stream, sometimes we we'll walk on the bank, depending upon where we are. And if we can, if there's a trail or walk on the bank itself. Um, but we were walking in this one section of the river that was just unbelievably gorgeous. No one around. And I'm like, looking in the water, it's crystal clear water. I'm like, what the heck is that? Like, you see it from far away. And like, this like line in the water, it kind of looked like a thick stick. And I'm like, that is not a stick. What is that? So we get closer and closer and closer. And it was something it was something laying on the bottom of the water. So looking closer through it, it was a lamprey laying. Like now lampreys live in a Delaware River and they they like waterfalls, they like latching onto things. But like this was where we were in order for this fish to make its way, I believe it's a fish, to make its way from the Delaware River up this brook, like we are hundreds and hundreds of feet above the Delaware well, River. Think of it like this. If a fish, if a bird grabs a fish, has a lamprey on it, eats the fish, the lamprey falls off. I was like, well, this guy happens. Um, yeah, this, this guy was dying. You know, he was. Roger. Uh, yeah, we, you know, I, he was upside down and his mouth was open. If you guys don't know lampreys, you know, picture a, a circle and they just got these giant teeth that are, um, you know, in circles. So basically they latch onto something and they, uh, they don't let go because their teeth hold on. And then they have this like razor sharp tongue that they gore the, ins you know, basically the insides out of whatever it is they've latched onto. Um, but the mouth was facing upwards and, you know, we poked it a little bit and, you know, it didn't swim away and, um, you know, it would move like an inch and then just start to fade away. So uh, needless to was say, it we left cold? it. Was it warm or cold or? It was it was warm, warm water, water that, hot water. It, it was cold the water, um, but it was warmer out. Like it was, I would say the air temperature was probably in the seventies. Um, the water temperature was in the fifties. You know, maybe a little. I, I don't know much about them. I just know I don't like them. No, they freaked. They me kind out. of freaked me out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've caught sure. fish. I've caught bass with them on on there. Well, how big was the one that you that was on the bass? Let's let's talk about that. It's like a three, three and a half pound bass. So let's say it was like eighteen inch bass. I mean, it was probably like. Oh, yeah. when when I say this thing, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to find the picture, and if I do, I'll post it. I would say probably four inches, five inches. It was pretty yeah. long. No, this guy was like, like four feet long. Uh, that I don't and, think. And that like was a lamprey. This. And it was a lamprey, man. It was massive. That's not like the lampreys. That must have been like some weird exotic lamprey somebody released in there. Um, I apparently they're eating well, man. Um, that's I'm, looking, I'm looking for it. It was insane. That's ginormous. It was so big. I, it was it was creepy, and to think that you know people swim in these in these How lakes thick and these was rivers. It? it was like I said, probably like this. Like a softball, like 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 between a baseball and a softball. Yeah, dude, you should have caught that thing. That would have been a record. I mean, <laughs> oh, it was it was you know wouldn't count because it was kind of dead. So let me share the we'll share a screen. We could, so people can see what the lamprey is that they don't know. Oh, yeah. let me make this real big for y'all. Figure out how to use my pooter. Da da. Yeah, yeah. Th- is this a- is um the one I caught. There's a picture one on the bass. Yeah, look at those creepy, wow. like, like. Dude, I've never on seen one that big, like you're saying. I mean, that's there was like that. I'm that's a sea lamprey, though. Wait, which one? Which one did you just click on? That's a. Oops, this one. It was like that, man. That's a sea lamprey. I wonder if somebody released something there because that's a sea lamprey, according to that. Yeah, Dude, that that's crazy. Well, we'll keep in mind though the uh, Delaware River. Uh, oh, it's so creepy, dude. That is, uh, you know, those things are. For those are of you listening, you know, do yourself a favor if you're not squeamish and and look. At oh it. no, no, those are what nightmares are made out of. It is what nightmares are made out of. I'll find it. I, I five million freaking pictures in my iPhoto album. I well, um, I can tell you some story. Uh, my good friend Joe, his wife Sarah, she was born and raised in Erie. Her brother Pete was a lifeguard on Lake Erie, and he, and he he told me stories of people actually swimming and getting lampreys like clamping onto them. <laughs> no, no, thank you. While we were swimming in Lake Erie, I'm like, nope, no, no, we're we're good. No, don't need that in my life. No, I'd probably freak out and burn myself, light myself on fire. <laughs> it probably wouldn't be good. Well, it's bad enough. Like, have you ever had leeches? Like, do you ever get a leech? Nope. And I've been in some furry situations down Waccamaw River. <laughs> I've never, never, I've seen them. I've never had one. Well, the, the, yes. Ever since I've the, seen Stand By Me, like, I've been freaked out by those. I mean, anybody's seen that movie, I mean, they should have a good idea why. But. Right. Well, I, I don't like them. I know them, of course, from Stand By Me, but, like, I've never seen one. And Brian and I have been... I would say even by myself and with even the wife, like in some places probably where they, they should exist. And I haven't seen them yet. I've seen this monster lamprey. That, that's bizarre. Dude. That, that, like I've never heard of one that big. I, I know the, the sea ones get huge like that. It almost makes me wonder if maybe it swam up from the ocean on the Delaware river and, and ended up there. I... Well, keep, keep in mind, we, you know, the Delaware river 
right? You get striped bass that swim up it. You yeah. get the you get the shad run that happens. And how far do the striped bass swim up there, though? Do you know, you know I don't it, it can't know. be that far. It really Philadelphia. I, 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 I've I saw, I've heard of it going as far as Philadelphia, which that's pretty close I, to the bay. I saw I saw a dead one when we were fishing it this summer, and we're we're talking about like maybe 10 miles south i'm just throwing that out there not to give my spots we'll say maybe 10 miles south of of um the the gap itself so i I wonder if those are like freshwater like hybrids yeah because i I don't know because they'll run here when they run up the bay they will run all the way up the susquehanna river to the conowingo dam which in the grand scheme of things is not that far from the bay it's really not a huge distance I mean, that would be a long run if you figure they're coming in from Delaware, you know, all the way up to there. I mean, that it almost makes me think they would be hybrid. But, you, I mean, I, I could very well be wrong. But you never know, right? I, never know. I, I could well, tell about the one. Well, you ever watched, it, yeah. Have you ever watched uh, River Monsters? Which are I have. Made? I have. Okay. So remember the episode that he had where they went um, to Australia and they were talking about the bull sharks? Yep. The bull shark attacked someone like literally it was like a hundred miles away from the ocean yeah like like fish find a freaking way man like animal life finds a way right if we learned anything from jurassic park besides the fact that velociraptors and my cat can open doors uh it's that life finds a way yeah i mean i i know the striper thing that would be absolutely amazing to me because i mean that's a long run from the ocean like long long run the, re- the reason we get them up in the Susquehanna is because the bay connects to Susquehanna and they'll run into the bay to feed and whatnot. But that would be a huge run. I mean, it, anything's possible, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I don't discount it, man. It's like, you know, the, the guy I was asking a couple months ago about the, um, we talked about it here, about there being large cats in Jersey. And, you know, we talked about it, uh, you know, I don't remember if it was episode three or somewhere around there, but you know, people categorically deny the fact that we have oh, large animals. animals in New Jersey. We, you know, we don't have moose. So, you know, I linked to it before. You know, we don't have this or that. Life finds a way to migrate. Like we well, see, we that's easy for me to believe because they were there before. You know, I, no, I do agree with what you're saying. So make the like cats roll. Fish will find a way. Yeah, some of the things people told me about stripers, it. it I'm not saying it's not possible. It just sounds more likely to me. Maybe it's a hybrid. I mean, Christ, how many miles do you think that is up to Delaware? I mean, from the bay. There. I mean, that's a that's a long run, man. Yeah. A long, long run. And you, you know, anything's possible. Right. I would love to see the fish, and I, I would have been able to tell you with pretty accuracy if it was if it was a hybrid or if it's a true. And it was it was floating and i was moving too fast to get it or get a photo so i can tell you that i i, I saw it i knew that it was a striped bass it was looked like like a striped bass you know you see it and you know that it's a bass um but yeah man freaking crazy it is i'm still I mean... flipping through my photos here man i'm only on june 20th of 2014 looking for it i'm on surfing so uh, the lamprey I'm looking oh. for your lamprey. It's somewhere. You, you got to show me this picture because I've never. Was it on your? Is it on your book of faces? No, no, no. I never posted it there. It's on my. Um, I'm looking at my photos. Photo album. 
And I have some I, freaking I, photos in here. Holy cow. A cool thing, though, is a goby up north when you catch gobies. Those little things. They're really cute. Are they? Yeah. Have you ever seen a goby? Like, have you ever seen no, a picture sure. of a goby? No, show yeah, me a picture. Show you a picture. They look like some, like, Japanese anime. Like, you know, you, what you would think, like, an anime cute fish would be, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I let's see. I'm trying to find a good picture of what they look like. Yeah, here you go. Let me share screen. <laughs> These little guys. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right, I didn't know that was their name. Yeah, they look... <laughs> don't they look like some like i don't know they're really cute when you catch them like they're like small like this one let me see if i can blow it up i you can't see now but like that one like they're cute they called them yes for example new york was calling them invasive species and they were so worried that you know they were going to do all this damage to the waterways up there well the opposites happen you know let me stop sharing the St. Lawrence River and other smallmouth fisheries up there have just became amazing and, and because of the gobies. Like when the St. Lawrence, you know, the smallmouths are growing there are humongous, unlike anywhere in the world. And it's because they're just, the gobies there now and they're just gorging on these things. Like, you know, back in the day, like, I don't know, maybe 15, 10 years ago, if you, you know, four, four, five pounds would be huge. Now, an eight pound small, he's like, oh, somebody got an eight or six or seven. I mean, that's a humongous smallmouth. When you know when they're having tournaments and you get you got to win with like 22, 24 pounds of smallmouth that you can be top ten. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I you know it's a. I'll go back to it, man. Life finds a way. Like there's well, the, the Asian carp. I can understand why they were worried about the Asian carp because of how fast they breed. Mm-hmm. And how they just take over waters. Like to me, that's a founded fear. And they knew that from the get-go. And you could see what it's doing, you know, on parts of the river. Right. You know, little bait fish like go, it's like, I don't understand how that could just something else is gonna eat it. You'll be all right. Right. It's the the food chain, you know. Right. Well, you know, and that that brings me to the um lanternfly, right? Like here in the east coast, it's a freaking disaster, right? But like nothing eats it because it's bitter. Like and I, when when I was out on on one of the lakes this past year, and they, you know, the end of 2020 fishing, and they were all dying at the end of the season, and they're all on this top of the water. Like, I was waiting to see if these like other fish were just going to be popping up and eating all these things. I mean, yeah, they touch it, were they? You never know, right? <laughs> no, they weren't touching it. Mine. Not that oh, I saw. Um, least, right? like, I'm a fish. I do know. Down and, <laughs> I'm looking was, actually. At, I'm it's bad, crazy man. to me that I've seen my bad. That's like a few all the time. Base, just in the past, species. you know, there's crawfish. At in some the, point in the, the river, shore over fish here. are going to start and eating. The same river really that curious. people claim there are no past. Maybe not. If they taste like crap, you know, I, people who say that, you know, because of the type of tree that they they, they just don't really know. When, when bass have like crawfish and shad and other bait fish, you know, why are they going to eat something bitter? Fish. I'm not saying that in a mean way. On a brim or some places you can look at and think maybe because it's more all fish. I mean. Humans uh, eat crawfish. Urbanish, you know. Oh, there's no fish there. Oh, well, yeah. they, 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 do, they, oh, they, they have the choice to I, eat something that tastes delicious or something that's that maybe not delicious to them. Used, I know. You know, we don't go there anymore just because it's so disgusting at this point. I guess if they're starving, it, yeah. But it is pretty much as quote unquote urban as you can get, and these bass, man, are massive. And and then you carp there and you catfish there. I mean, I wouldn't eat anything out of that river. 
or that yeah, section yeah. of the river. But like, like holy cow, man! Like that has nothing to do with it. Like the but you know when you see foundation species like crawfish and you see these mollusks that are in the water, like you know that the water quality is at least decent enough to sustain, you know, an ecosystem, right? And everything feeds on it, each other, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Um, but if you don't see that, you know, you're still going to see carp and you're still going to see some bullheads or whatever else the hell that's in there. He cats. I hate catfish too. I know you Catfish do, and carp. Yeah, I because when you're trying to win money and fish for bass or just fish for bass in general and, you know, you hook up with what you think is a five, six pound bass and next thing you know, your line's death rolling and it's slimed up and you got to retie and their stupid barbs on their fin can pierce you and eat their not for me yeah. man nope. uh, i want to i want to go catfishing again once it warms up a little bit i'm gonna well, all you got to do i mean chicken liver dip it in some red kool-aid get it on the hook you said that man you said red kool-aid i didn't believe you i still i haven't yeah. done the red kool-aid I, you know what worked for me was i took liver and wrapped it in oh dude here it is I found the picture. Get away. Right, hold on. Hold on. Um, but before I do that, so he um, just wrapped it in a hot dog and the hot dog casing kind of kept the liver. Yeah. People do all types of crazy stuff to catch those stupid things. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Da, da, da. Come on, baby. Share. Share this. And I want to bomb in my mouth. Let me. Do you, do you see it? So that was it underwater. Yeah, that looks like a sea lamprey. Hold on, hold on. So, hold on. Can I a lamprey? Look at that. Yeah, that's not the lampreys we're talking about, dude. One hundred percent. That's a sea lamprey. I Google sea lamprey and pull it up and share the screen. Yeah, yeah. that's a sea lamprey. I, How the hell it got there? Couldn't tell you, but that that's 100% a sea lamprey. Yeah, see, 2017, man. That was a while ago. Oh, yeah, hold on. You gotta see Were you fishing shore. down by the shore? Oh, man, this is in, this is in Sussex County. Yeah, because there's pictures I was trying to show you. Let me see if I can find look, look, at, you... look at the side of this thing. Look at that. This is the quintessential. Look at the, look at the dots. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a sea lamprey. Um. Actually, go back to that picture. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, where the hell? I'm sorry. This is almost 190 percent of the sea. <clears throat> you see it? Yeah, see that? It's a sea lamprey. Yeah, that's what that is. And that? Bounce. How the hell did it get? Looks Dude, like it's chopped up. When when we're Hold on. right here, yeah, it looks like something attacked it. Um, but I, you know, I, um, I'll show you on a map where we found it. I, I marked it on my, on my Google maps and like that thing was all this picture up. far as heck away, but I will, I'm, I'm happy to say that according to my photos here, my photographic evidence, I caught a trout like 10 minutes later, a beautiful, beautiful rainbow. Yeah. That's bizarre. That could be one of those things where like a bird. 
added on a fish and flew from the sea. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I took a video. Look at this. Big one. Hold on. I'm going to press pause and I'm going to share my screen to show. This is my video YouTube, so don't, don't try and block my crap. They won't unless you strike yourself. <laughs> Can you see this? Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Look, it looks like a looks like that Was branch it right there. I think it's like chopped. It's a sea lamprey. See its tail. Look, look. Either that or you found some new species. Well, that's always possible. You never see, look, see, look, see, look. That's just 100%. It's a sea lamprey. Green. See it? See it? Yeah. See the tail? I see, I got to do a little bit of see research it? now because you're making me think like I need to figure out. New York yeah. State Environmental Sea Lamprey. Yeah, those aren't the same as like these ones. I mean that yeah. that thing is like looks like a completely different. <clears throat> well, the thing was huge. I mean, if it's not, I mean that's like the world record. <laughs> Regular ram lamprey. I mean, because these are what they look like on Lake Superior. So, yeah. so I, I these are big on Lake Superior. Do you see? Look, look, look at Do the, you see the guy caught. Yeah, they go going. Not even, not even five minutes after seeing that. Lamp Do you break. see? You know who that is? Do you Silence of the Lamb was it? Fear the Dragon or whatever? Do you see? I was talking. To Brian, Brian never believes me. Sometimes when, when we're like around the bend from each other, of course we're not screaming. We're like, I caught a fish or a fish on. You're kind of quiet because you're in the woods, yeah. right? And, you know, he was down around a bend, and it's like took a video and i said to him i said do you see like i caught a fish do you see every time you see that all i can think of is that movie do you see i see <laughs> you guy thinks he's a dragon well that that was the not the first one right that was the second one it was the red dragon it was the second one red dragon yeah yeah or the dragon yeah that it was, was the red dragon he goes to dc to the museum and eats the painting you think it's the... oh my god yeah, his mom no mom that's the whole series creeped me out, dude. That one's uh, that one's good. It has what's his name in it? Who died of um the guy he kidnaps? The reporters, a real famous actor, heavy set guy. He was oh, in Patch uh, Adams. Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Well, that's weird. a good movie. Uh, great freaking movie. Hey, we had a fox in the yard last night. Let's Did you? That for a moment. Beautiful. Like triggered the camera at like. I think it was like three thirty in the morning. Still no. Uh, where, where you, what did you see that you're trying to catch now? What did you? Did you tell me you saw the other I day. I saw a coyote, and we're trying to catch it on film. Um, haven't been successful uh, at least yet. The trail cam has been up in the back for about two weeks. I haven't checked. Maybe it's been about a week and a half. I haven't checked in about that long. Um, you might have it on there by now. This guy actually triggered the outdoor camera, so the doorbell cam. Uh, he was running up and sniffing. Um, yeah. yeah, man, we uh, we get a good amount of wildlife here. My buddy was up here helping me with the tiling this past weekend, and he goes, man, he's like, I feel like we're in freaking New Hampshire up here. Really <laughs> not. I mean, you're still really close to everything. Everything. I mean, you're not far from urban area at all, really. No, 
No, in the grand scheme of things, not far no. at all. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh well. We, always, we loved having you up here. We still do. And uh, one of these days, we'll invite you over for some mozzarella. All right, everyone. Thank you for watching Hacker Outdoors podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and we will talk mozzarella. Enjoy yourself some mozzarella and uh, some capicola or a capicola and a coffee light and sweet. Coffee light and sweet. All right, everyone. Thank you. All right, so that was the Hacker Outdoors podcast with Michael Hacker, Brian Hacker, and of course, Joey McCormick. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or watching this on. Please check the show notes for some links about the topics we discussed today. And as always, we thank you for listening.